Yes, no, yes, it is always yes when you're doomed in the dungeon with your pals. I am one of those pals, Caliber Winfield, and to my immediate left... It's Henry, and oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, these are, these are a chore, man. Ugh, just uh, when you think it, yeah. Nitro is getting somewhere, <laughs> they revert back to their old WCW ways. You know, they, they must... This, this is like a week or two away from the whole revamping, isn't it? Uh, almost there. That's because that's what I was thinking watching the show. Like, this is just like lame duck written. Yeah, all like over. they're just they're coasting until they get to where they want to be um, with the whole goddamn Mountain Dew. <laughs> and it's not Evad Sullivan that's killing them this time. It's right? WCW '99 that's killing it's, them. It's, yeah, right. Exactly. It'll, it'll it'll eventually get you one way or the other. Uh, one thing that won't get you though. Did you end up watching? Um, the Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, Hell in the Cell? No. Oh, I did. Um, and it was, man. Like, Roman Reigns is... Like, he is far and away the best thing. Uh, I mean, they did it... I, the only one, he's a great actor, too. There's only one small part that I didn't like, but then they ended up kind of flipping the script on it. And, but they, they are. They've made him into a killer badass. I like this stable. And if they do the angle where he's like, I'm the tribal chief and The Rock comes in... And then they go at it. I mean... I want to see Reigns and Rock at Mania. Yeah. If they're going to go this route. Yeah, that's that's exactly um, what I want. I keep hearing rumors about Rock possibly coming back. Yeah. I mean, could um, you imagine? He's like the biggest star in Hollywood right now. and Yeah, and just coming back and just doing a match with his cousin. Yeah, Heck, that would be the, not? the ultimate like, rub, man. Like The, the ultimate swerve. Exactly. <laughs> this the, is not... <laughs> not... Right, that, that would be the ultimate swerve. Roman Reigns becoming the... The best thing in professional wrestling like, right now, yeah. Yeah, like that's you never would have thought of it. Yeah, um, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I think the Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre match just like killed my like. You know, like everyone else I talked to, like yeah, I thought it was a pretty good match. Like what? what? Like how? What? Like what? <laughs> it was so much. Like, it, it was so boring. Yeah, and it was just so slow and nothing. Excruciatingly slow. That's why I hate the Hell in a Cell gimmick. Now, right, they it's, just, it. It, it's overdone. Ever since, okay, so people that don't really know or now watching WWE thought ten years ago, in order to sell pay per views, because we didn't have the network back then, right, and exactly. we had to drop thirty dollars yep. for a B show, and I think like four, like sixty dollars for the A shows, like Rumble, Mania, Mania was at least seventy bucks in HD. Oh yeah, um, I couldn't believe. I remember one time I, we were ordering Mania, and I was like, oh, $60, I don't really want to pay the extra right. for HD, we'll just watch it in standard. My dad's like, I'll throw in the 10 bucks for HD. <laughs> I was like, okay, if all you're right, paying the yeah. HD, and I'll pay for the show. Right. But like all the A shows were like 60 bucks, and like all the B shows were like 30 or something. And so WWE thought it was an amazing idea to start selling gimmick pay-per-views. Oh, yeah, right, um, yep. They had a uh, money in the bank. Money in the bank. We used to be a mania thing. Yep. Now it's its yep. own pay per view. Hell in a Cell. Yep. Um, elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber. Um, they had an all submission pay per view, which was god awful. Oh my god! I gosh. think we ordered Breaking it. Point. Yeah, break. We ordered that. I, I, I wasn't there. I think it was you and Andrew. No, you, I think you was were that there. there. Yeah, because I remember the ending with the with Taker and Punk. Oh. Um, and then like 
they pull the show was in Montreal and they pull Montreal yes. and I was just like I didn't see what happened I was like wait a minute take her to tab and you just that's look over right. at me and you're like they're doing Montreal dude right, yeah. I was like this is garbage <laughs> that's right <laughs> and then they had like a finish. submission count anywhere match and oh yeah so now with the Hell in a Cell it used to be like a feud ender slash you know big time you know throw in make a WWF No Mercy video game dream right. match. Now it's just dead. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, they, they definitely oversaturated. I mean, like... Uh, I watched the, the Bailey versus uh, Sasha Banks one. Like, everyone was talking about how great that match was, too. It was okay. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Like, there was a really stupid spot where Bailey tried to duct tape two kendo sticks together. And then, like, bridge it in between the cage and the mm-hmm. and the ring. To make, like, a little platform thing? Like, literally just... I don't know if she was going to powerbomb Sasha through it, but, like, that wouldn't hurt. Like, it was... It was just... It was just weird. I don't know, man. Like, I I think some of these people, when they watch women's wrestling, I think they kind of give them a little more credit than they really deserve. Because, like, I see matches that are, that are phenomenal, but sometimes I think just because they're women, they get that extra, oh, this is fantastic kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I just have a hard time. A lot of people online say that, too. Right. Um, but, I don't know. Just, the whole pay-per-view just didn't really No, and it's not to mention, me. I mean, like, Hell in the Cell is supposed to be the end-all of end-all. You know, like, yeah. I mean, the, the sweet Undertaker-Randy Orton feud, that ended in Hell in a Cell. Edge... Undertaker. Hell in a Cell. Um, Cactus Jack, Triple H. Hell in a Cell. You know, now it's just like, oh, you guys don't like each other. Yeah. Put them in a cell. That was like WrestleMania 32 when they put Shane and Undertaker in, right? a, in a Hell in a Cell. I'm like, why? Right, exactly. Yeah, why? no explanation. The, the feud was awful anyway. Yeah. And um, it made no sense. What, Shane comes back, so Vince is pissed? Right. Like, okay, we're going to put you in a cell match with Taker. I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be awful. The only memorable spot is, of course, Shane goes up and tries to Right, himself. yeah. Which, but other than that, which the match is so forgettable that... I, never, I haven't even seen it. I mean, Don't even bother. Hell in a Cell used to be my favorite match stipulation, but they, they completely ruined it, man. Especially not having blood. Like, come on, man. Come on. Now he's sounding like Biden. Come on. Come, come on. Come man. on. And if you're listening to this, make sure you put in your vote by tomorrow. <laughs> I, 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 that totally, I mean, it shouldn't have crept up on me. But I was like, oh, shit, tomorrow's November 3rd. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't know. Has there been any other news other than more Undertaker specials, more rumors of him and Sting right, yeah. going at it or something? Stuff that always comes around. Uh, other than that, yeah, there hasn't been much. News that I can think of, anything big that's been going on. Yeah, I I just keep hearing rumors of Taker coming back at some point. I mean, I, yeah, I can... For an appearance, at least. Oh, an appearance, yeah. Um, But to wrestle? God, no. You know, like, uh, watching these Undertaker specials, you know, you see a lot of the Undertaker footage of him, 90s, uh, 2000s and stuff, and then you see the current... And it's like, oh man, he really has gotten old. Like, he has gotten slower, I mean... Well, look at Flair. right. Yeah, That's I mean, a perfect example of that. And Taker wasn't like a known like hardcore partier. Or right, anything. yeah. They even talk about that and meeting the Undertaker. Like, yeah, Scott Hall said he used to call him Big Smooth because he'd have these parties and he'd just be take just sit by, you know, chilling, you know, drinking his Jack Daniels. I heard him and his like BSK, the BSK would just be playing cards backstage. Yeah. You know? 
That was it, yeah. Him, Yoko, Godfather. Uh, who else? I think Savio Vega. Savio Vega. Uh, I think... Pretty much all the layers. Yeah, like pretty much like the Ministry of Darkness crew <laughs> yeah. was, was the BSK crew. So, I mean... But, like, you look at some of these guys, like Hall. <laughs> right. Roberts. Um, I, all those guys. Yeah, I can't think of any wrestlers today who look, like, who look really good. You know, like, he's... Hogan doesn't look too bad. No, Hogan looks good, yeah. Um, uh, he's but not, then Hogan always played it safe in his right, career. Right, Because true. he knew, because he's like, we're in this to make money, not right. to beat ourselves. Yeah, and Nash looks yeah. great. Yeah. Nash had cut, has had needy issues, but yeah. Thousands of them, yeah. He's, he's jacked. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's yeah. a big boy for, like, I think almost 60. Yeah. But, like, Flair. Ugh. Ooh. He aged like a hundred years in five. That's why WWE uses promotional material from 2004. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ric Flair, the 2004 version. <laughs> that's, that's the version that's always in our hearts. Yeah. Not this current Kurt Keeper looking one in a suit. <laughs> Woo! Woo-hoo-hoo, kitties! <laughs> Married to Fifi the May. <laughs> that's you, nuts, man. Could you just imagine, like, David Flair's stepmom is right? like 15 years old? <laughs> that's, yeah, that... that yeah, that must have been a crazy life growing up, Flair, man. I always wonder how they feel about that. Yeah, exactly. I. But, yeah, I don't have any other news to really talk about. There really isn't that much going on. That's true, yeah. It's, um, it's been like that all year. Halloween really Havoc came back on an next Yeah, with no important matches or anything. Like, yeah. I watched I, the beginning of it just to see what they did. and I like the setup they had. It was cool. They had to spin the wheel, make the deal. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart is hot. Um, what, Chamber of Horrors? They didn't have that, unfortunately. They did have a big pumpkin. A big inflatable pumpkin. Yeah, do it. With the, uh, the switch that's constantly on on. Yeah. And Mick Foley has to try to cover it up. <laughs> But yeah, nothing really. I mean, like I said, I'm in bed by eight to get up for a four o'clock, right. you know, so I don't get to watch the shows. And I work Saturday, so SmackDown's out of it, and I don't have DVR, so um, I don't get to see most of the shows. I, I could, but I just choose not to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyways. We get to Nitro, and I guess this is where we would probably plug in our ads once we get it. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Like Conrad Thompson does. This is a Blue Chew, or a Manscaped. <laughs> and the only problem I have with ads is like two minutes long. Oh, I know, I just did that 15 minute... Uh, 15 second thing. Oh, uh, yeah, I just skip, 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 skip. Damn it, I want the opening theme. Where is it? Ah, oh, there it is. Nitro opening, 10 minutes in. <laughs> right? Oh, man, this one it was like 54 minutes or something like that. It was that. an hour in. It was an hour yeah. in. Yeah, uh, I have to also think about all the commercials. And now we have Nitro from March 8th, 1999. Yes, from indeed. From Chester, Massachusetts, and some arena, they never say. Um... So this Nitro is super infamous in, in yep, Nitro War. absolutely. Um, we kick off with a promo showing people making the razor wire, barbed wire, steel cage. 
Whoa. And they replay this <laughs> thing like ten times. I was gonna say, broadcast. man, I hope you motherfuckers like hearing about or seeing cages getting made because that's all you're gonna see. <laughs> it's just like it's the same thing over and over again. It's yeah. They don't like have a guy like we're building this custom cage for Flair yeah. or anything or an interview. It's just these dudes building the cage. Yeah, it's literally yeah. It's <laughs> exactly you just see dudes cutting pipe. Uh, Pulling off uh, barbed wire spools, and that's literally it. And WCW feels the need to replay the Arn Anderson and Ric Flair conversation from Thunder about Rick only caring about the title, not his family. In its entirety. It's ten minutes. And it's just Arn Anderson and Ric Flair sitting in a dressing room, <laughs> dressed casually, talking. It's so boring. I, I, mean, I can't even believe that they opened up with this. I mean... We already seen it, but then again, no one watches Thunder, so I guess right, they're, like, exactly. they're like, put it on. And it's just, okay, we don't need to see it anymore, right, but yeah, we'll no. get to it later. Yeah, folks. right. And then we get a Nitro Spring Break promo oh, thing. Oh, God, these Spring Breakout things. I would just, I'd either mute them or I would fast forward them. I can't, they're so fucking boring. <laughs> well, you don't want to see Ricky Rackman hanging no, out with a bunch of college kids. I don't kids. want to see Ricky Rackman doing a damn thing. <laughs> Oh man, poor Ricky Rackman. Poor Calvin. Ricky Rackman. Calvert don't like you. Calvert don't like <laughs> And then we get AC Jazz, who's a Nitro girl, talk about her life. She's from Douglasville, Georgia. Yeah, you could tell with that <laughs> accent. She, uh, she, she has does two the, dogs or something. She does the choreography. Um, she went through some stuff when her father was killed when he was 10. Um, you know, like I'm perfectly fine with, with like these little profile type things. But they should have done it back in 97 when the Nitro Girls first started and people were actually, like, excited about the Nitro Girls, you know? No, it's kind of a tired concept. Yeah, maybe give it to us in 30, 60 seconds. Like, I don't need a full five minutes. Like, I just don't. And then they decide to play the Hogan promo, which he hates flat about. Oh, my God, man. I was watching this episode with my dad yesterday. (laughs) And he's like, okay, we get it. You hate Ric Flair. Move on. This was a super weird promo, man. Like, it was just, it was just weird. Like, he wasn't, he was like, like, he was kind of talking like a face, but he wasn't. And then, like, he was going through his whole, like, history and, oh, he turned heel. He did it for the money. Uh, he said that Flair didn't show any remorse for his son turning. It's like, well, yeah, he did, dude. Like He's been trying to call him. Right? Like it's. And it, then uh, he was like, if my son came up to me and said, Dad, I hate right. you, I would never like You know, after all the, the the lessons and the love and uh, the love and the, the cars. And he was like, <laughs> and the love and the cars. And even after all that. I don't love you, Dad. I spit in your face, Dad. <laughs> what? Like, dude, like, clearly this was not, like, they didn't think about this beforehand. They just let it roll, man. <laughs> and it's, like, ten minutes long, too. <laughs> and also, like, every, like, Nash, for some reason, like, he can't do anything serious, it seems like. And so, like, before the, you know, the, the preceding announcement has been brought to you in part by the New World Order. Instead, it's Nash, and he's being all goofy about it, and... Yeah, it was awful. Speaking of Nash, now we cut to Hogan and Nash watching the Ric Flair promo from the previous Nitro. And they're, like, criticizing him for not retiring and, like, um, making fun of him. And <laughs> like, I cannot believe this was on national television. It was two guys watching something. 
and not really being all that funny. Uh, Hogan at one point goes like, hey, check it out, brother. He's got the X on his forehead like Charles Manson. <laughs> it's just... Wait, what? I, I look closer and I said, I'm like, no, what? Man, it was, yeah, it was fucking weird. And then they, after the promo ends, they look at each other, they go, we gotta do something about David Flair. Right? So, I, it was weird, man. Like... Okay, you already broke Rick. Right, yeah. Like, what do you mean, David Flair? Like, what the fuck does that have anything to do about anything? And then they're like, we got to meet up with her. Right. Ta- as known as Tori. She's Samantha for now. Yeah, uh, Tori Wilson playing Samantha. And they're going like, yeah, let's let, let's do this. Yeah, like, do what? Yeah. And so then now we get clips of Luger matches. Yeah. <laughs> like, this came out of nowhere. It's literally, like, it's black and white footage of Lex Luger. Flexing and racking people. Yeah, uh, to, to the Wolfpack theme. <laughs> In black and white. It's like 45 seconds. And then we get Bagwell and Scott Steiner getting pulled over. This was actually by, funny. By the police, and they said, the police say, okay, you can either go to jail or you can do police work for right. us. Because that's real. And yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, give right. a, they give them a ticket book to cite people. So they cite a lady for smoking, um, some guy sitting and waiting for something. Yeah, um, one guy going to throw trash, and then uh, Steiner moves the, the pail. One thing I liked is when the guy comes up to his car and... Oh, the, the meter's the out. Meter's expired. What's that say? Well, it says expired. Why does it say expired? I don't have any money. So they grab him and they uh, dump <laughs> out the change. change. That was pretty yeah, good. I, I, honestly, I could have watched these guys do more of this. This was actually pretty entertaining. Well, that's because, you know, um, Bagwell's more of a comedic yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. character. And I, I thought it was funny. They kept you know, pointing to their badges. What's that say? What's <laughs> yeah. that say? Uh, He's Starsky. How much? What's that say? <laughs> it was an entertaining yeah, statement. Yeah, I, I liked it. And then we get more spring break stuff. Ugh. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm, I'm bored already. Right. Um, because so, Kidman joins the party and <laughs> says, "Yeah, WCW cruiserweights are great." <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then we get a recap of Nash and Mysterio. All forty-five seconds yep. of it. So Hogan and Nash go to a gun range where. Tori Wilson, as known as Samantha, is shooting a gun. And she's hitting the bullseye. Yeah, I mean, she's killing it. She's killing it. So they go out, and they said, hey, we need to talk about Dave Flair. Yeah. And she goes, okay, what about him? Right. <laughs> something about, like, we need to make sure he's still under our control or something. Right. And do you want to meet for dinner? Okay. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Like, this is so pointless. Like... Um, like why? Why is she in a gun? Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> why is she in the gun range? Right. Yeah. Why? Like, and what gun range is going to allow some woman in a sports bra just to be out there like shooting? Yeah. That's by like yourself. burn hazard, right? Yeah. There. Exactly. Uh, and Hogan and Nash aren't wearing any like exactly. protective like you know gear like earplugs or you know no eyeglasses. So they go to dinner and they're talking about. Oh some, my god, this is awful! Some friend of Tori's. Yeah, and he's been, like, she is hot as you? Oh yeah. No! <laughs> some random lady comes up and then they're like, okay, for you to do the deed, um, $20,000 or something. They're yeah, right? Offer $20,000 to, to seduce David Flair again. And the joke was like, is it like Space Mountain? Is that like. Right, yeah. Something great. And Tori's like, not really. And then, um, and then this lady can't act. No, she's <laughs> awful. Like, they're all awful. Yeah, they're all... Hogan and Nash are awful. Tori was decent. I mean, yeah. in a sense. But, I mean, yeah. Like, Nash and Hogan could not act in this. This was... 
And you could tell it was like improvised. It was just awful. It was just awful. So, okay, she's getting 20 grand to what? Fuck David Flair? Yes. Okay, why? Because apparently he's not brainwashed on Xanax or something. Wasn't <laughs> like, that what Tori's job was? Yeah, it was Tori's job was to seduce him to turn on his father. He did that, and then all of a sudden, he's not going to do that anymore? Yeah, so now they got to do this. David Flair has made it clear he doesn't want anything to do with Rick. Yeah. Like, he so doesn't they, need to... I just don't understand, like... $20,000 and this semi-attractive girl, like, Tori was like, if I'm a 10, she's a 12. All right, sweetie, no. This girl you brought in was like, maybe a 5. Um, so she's going to fuck David Flair, and then what's that, that that's going to make him, like... Under more control or something? No, no. It makes no sense, and the segment was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> and she was like, you know who my last name is? Robinson. Like... Okay. Oh, cool. Like, the graduate. Yeah, right? Like, like, how many people watching this show back then would have got that? A 20-year-old movie at right? that point. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Not, uh, Dustin Hoffman uh, films from 1967 were not the rage in 99. You know, I'm walking down the street. Hey, you quoting the graduate? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> how about that Simon and Garfield? Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, like, this was, oh, my God. This was just so bad. Holy shit. <laughs> and please, Mrs. Robertson. Oh my god. Jolton Joel has left and gone away, man. He ain't coming back for us. <laughs> Nitro finally begins. Nitro finally begins. And I wrote, thank god. Yes. At, oh my god, yeah. So, Mean Gene's out in the ring to kick off actual Nitro. Um... And he's going to interview Goldberg, which the fans are pretty hyped and excited mm-hmm. about. Yeah, he's so over. But the Wolfpack theme hits. Could have, I mean, oh, yeah. even Stevie Wonder could have seen that like a mile away. Any blind person could have seen that a mile away. And David and Tori come out. Right. Ugh. I thought David was a nuisance in the NWO, and he needs to be seduced. Right, yeah. Well, another thing is, another thing is, okay, so are they just going to tell David Flair, don't watch TV? Like, their, their, their master plan is on national TV, so now all anyone has to do is go, hey, David. Look right here on the TV where the bad guys are plotting their plan to fuck you. <laughs> and so, David wants to confront his dad. And he's trying to still be all hard right? and like... Oh my god, and standing in the ring with Goldberg? Yeah, Goldberg comes out. Uh, then Rick runs out because he's arrived. Yeah, um, like, yeah, uh... Oh, Goldberg's giving David a lesson in respect. Yeah, he goes to pick up David by his lapels... Pushes him into the turnbuckle and is in his face like, yeah, you little motherfucker. And Ric Flair just arrived backstage. Someone goes, hey, Rick, and points to the monitor. Rick fucking flies out there, slides into the ring, gets in between Goldberg and David, chops the shit out of Goldberg, and then he's just like, starts talking to his son, and Goldberg's like, oh, the fuck you didn't? That's <laughs> your ass now. So he press slams Rick, then Rick says, I'm president. Um... So we're going to do something. You've crossed the line. So it's me and you tonight, which this pissed me the hell off. <laughs> you want to take... Let's just take a pile of money oh, man. Oh, right? with a lighter, <laughs> throw some gasoline on it, and burn it and all laugh. It's, because this would have drawn money yeah, on pay-per-view. This was that scene from The Dark Knight where the Joker's like, this town needs a better class of criminal. <laughs> yeah. It burns the whole pile of money. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. But laughing at it. Right, exactly, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You could have 
gone somewhere with this. Like, oh, yeah. Slayer versus Goldberg. That's, that's huge. huge. You could put it on the next pay-per-view. Yeah, absolutely, like, man. This you know, after good. Uncensored. But no, let's go the TV route and because we're losing the WWE this week. Right? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> our programming so far sucks. <laughs> well, this Nitro, at least. So now we get our first match. It's Raven versus Hack. Man, I just wish I had the career of Hack. Just be out of oh, shape. No, right? And just go out and do a couple guillotine leg drops and hit people with a kendo stick. Yeah, that's... And the, make money. He's Yeah, he's had one of the easier careers. Um, so, they, it's a false count anywhere match. It's a crazy match, man. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> like, they start with... Like, it's funny. Like, the, the, the opening match, they come in... Uh, Raven's got a chair, Hack's got a kendo stick, and they're looking all mean, and then they drop the weapons, they hug, and then they start fighting. <laughs> Which was, I mean, it was different. Yeah, I mean, um, we had some, uh, Hack does a guillotine leg drop off the, out, out, onto Raven, who's draped over the barricade. Yeah, I like that, jumping off yeah. the ring apron. Um, I'm always a mark for suplexes on the ramp. Yeah, oh, you know? they look like they hurt, man. Yeah, because they, yeah, they brawl up to the, the grating area. <laughs> um... Hack goes through a table because uh, Raven climbs up like the yeah. set and Which does a L job. We've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. he climbs up the it side was, of the nitro I, It was set. starting to cook. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, you know, I'm digging it. And then out comes Bam Bam Bigelow. Which was so weird. Yeah. Like, he just. like. That's... I think he's like, guys, I I think I skipped last week, so I got to be in this. I mean, it was like, he was. It literally looked like he was on his way to the bathroom, got lost, and then walked out and was like, oh, match? I sure. Did, sure, I'll start beating him up. <laughs> he just starts brawling so with them. So we go on to this extended backstage brawl where they just keep throwing each other into the ambulance. Well, they, well, actually, it was a limo. Oh, it was an ambulance and a limo. The limo, yeah. Uh, there was a pretty funny spot um, where Raven and Hack are fighting on top of the, the hood of the limo. Raven hits him with the even flow DDT. Hack's out on the ground. Raven's just laying there on the, on the hood of it. And that's all you see. And then all of a sudden, out of out of the end of frame comes Bam Bam Bigelow and her going, Rah! and jumps on uh, Raven. It was fucking hysterical. And then at some point, I was just like, come on, you got to use one of the uh, garbage carts. Gotta oh, yeah, they did, yeah. Carts. yeah they put, put Sam in, in there and, like, toss him into... Threw him right into the ambulance. Couldn't really give it a rating because it was just... Oh, I went, I went three and a quarter. Oh. I loved it. I was having this. I had fun with it. I didn't give it a rain because it started to become more of a segment. Right. It definitely. They were, they were like, "Oh, now it's like a triple threat or whatever." Right. And then, but then there was no ref. Right. And so it just became an extended. Let's yeah, that's promote. true. Yeah, it was a very effective promote the match. For yeah, the I, that's a, the very it was enjoyable. Don't get me wrong. Right. So. Like, yeah, I always look at things like that. Like, just how like the star rating is. Just how much was I entertained? Basically. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, the, the match, it didn't end. Like, they were just brawling with each other, and then Raven starts walking backwards, and then it just went to commercial. I would have loved it if they just kept cutting to the back during the right, night, and they, and they were still all fighting. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I was just hoping for that. Like but... Harley Race and Duggan at the Slammies. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a, a fun match, and, yeah, I had a good time with it. Yeah, it was. Um, then we get Lismark Jr. versus Jericho. Um, Jericho comes out for, with his usual promo, and he's hyping up the pay-per-view match against Saturn. And he comes out with a dog collar. And he tells Lismark to put the chain on, which Lismark does. I didn't think this was going to go nearly as long as it did. Yeah, it went really long. It was a good match. A uh, lot of fun stuff with the chain. It was a cool spot I liked. It was where, a Jericho squash. Yeah, there was a, a cool spot where he wraps Lismark up in the chain while he's standing, and then just boots him right in the face. Yeah, um, I gave it a star and a half. I went uh, two and a half stars. 
I um, liked it. There was because a, we go to we go to Jericho Mark over here. I am a big Jericho. He, Mark. he never he never gives Jericho a <laughs> No, never will. Uh, unless I see something from AEW, then I'm sure I will. Um, there was a cool move where this Mark was coming off the top rope, and Jericho clotheslined him with the chain. Like, oh, that would suck. That would hurt. Uh, but I dug. Yeah, I dug it. It was a squash. Um, you know, it promoted the pay per view well. That, Absolutely. This is this is the match you're gonna get. Right. For Saturn. Um, apparently Saturn's gonna come out in something so horrifying that Marilyn Manson yeah. is gonna, gonna like cringe. Like once again, typical WCW fashion. Jericho's the only one here building up the match. We haven't seen Saturn in a couple weeks. Last I checked, what did we see in the last week? Part? I think. Oh, did we? Okay, yeah. never mind. I think he cut a promo. And... Oh, I think you're right. All right. Um, so next we get Steiner versus Booker T, which they're making Booker T the worst number one contender. Dude, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like losing matches left and right. That's exactly what my um, thought was. Um. But here's some strange thing for me. Scott Steiner so far is the MVP of 1999. Right. Like, every match he's been in has been watchable. Yeah. Like, like I don't get it. Right. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. But we get a decent batch here. Yeah, um, I thought so, too. Steiner says Steiner stuff in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I'm getting bored with that, but matches? Right. No, I'm actually enjoying them. Um, they do... Couple nice corner close lines. Yeah. Um, where Booker T nearly takes uh, Steiner's head off. Right. Um, there was a steroids chant, obviously. Yeah, steroids. That was funny. Um, Steiner won it, wins. With the Steiner recliner. Corner. This was after uh, he was going to go up top for, I think, the Harlem Hangover. And then uh, Steiner distracts the ref, which then uh, allowed Buff to push Booker off the top. And then Steiner locked in the recliner. I gave it two and a half stars. Yeah, I went two stars. Uh, I mean, it was well paced, right. and um, it had it had a lot of good spots. And but Booker T's looking so bad right here. Yeah, like you know? he just he's on a losing hard, streak. You know, like and he was supposed to, he's got a shot with against Scott Hall uncensored, right? No, because they later change it to uh, it's Steiner versus Booker T for the US, for the. Television time. Oh, okay. So uh, that's we haven't of seen Hall since Super Brawl. Yeah, Raw. I was say since Super Brawl. Huh. Uh, there was two funny Buff Bagwell moments. One where he uh, Steiner did something to Booker, and Buff Bagwell he gets in the camera and goes, "Looks like you better call one eight hundred collect," and then like laughs hysterically at himself because Booker had been doing one eight hundred collect commercials, and for some reason I thought that was funny. And then at the end, after the match, like. Buff is just in the ring dancing, and he doesn't realize that Steiner had already walked away. Steiner's like halfway down the aisle, and Book, or Buff is still in the fucking ring having himself a time. Yeah. Now we get Mean Gene interviewing Jerry Flynn. Yes. Yeah, backstage. And before he could say anything, Sonny Ono appears and offers Flynn a bunch of money. And then that cues the cat to come in, knock Flynn out, yep. and then they cut his mullet. Yep. So this whole match is because they're... Who's the best martial artist? And the fact that Terry Flynn got his mullet cut. It was pretty know, funny, though. Humiliated on national television. Uh, he had it in a ponytail, and Sonny cut it. And he started, like, attaching it to his head. Like, how do I look? How do I look? And he put it on the cat. How do you look? How do you look? The cat and Sonny Ono were really entertaining. Oh, man. Uh, back in the day, I used to do... Um, you know what E-Federations are? Mm, no. Okay. No. Uh, so, it's basically uh, role-playing online... Um, Wrestling federations. You'd have a character, you would cut promos, you know, like you'd have matches like uh, coming up, so you have to cut a promo for it. And whoever cut the best promos leading up to the match is the person who would win the match. And the booker, whoever ran the promotion, they would type out the matches and you would read them. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. But uh, for a while there, back in 99, I was the cat. 
because oh, yeah. I could I could emulate the things he would say and do, and it was yeah, it was always a blast. The cat and Sonny Ono were, were pretty damn good for a while there. Yeah, I can't. you know when I was watching the movie The Wrestler when it first came out. Oh right, yeah. And he's in it. I was like, holy crap! It's good to see the cat again. You know, dude. When I saw that. For honest to God, like the first six, seven minutes, I was like, who is this guy? Because he got super fat. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't recognize him at all. Yeah. He got fat buff. He got, not even fat buff. <laughs> he just got fat. Hey, I'm just trying to be nice. Yeah, I dig it, brother. Okay, so um, now we get Scott Norton versus Rey Mysterio and another underdog, right. small guy versus big guy. But I don't know about something about this. It just didn't really click for me. Like like the Bam Bam and Nash right. stuff. This one just... I don't know what it was. Um, uh, for one thing, the, the problem with me was... Uh, I love Scott Norton. He's a cool dude. But he's not at the level that Bam Bam and Nash had been presented as. Like, he's clearly a little more lower tier. Because Nash is the former heavyweight champion. Bam Bam... Former ECW heavyweight champion. And main evented a WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. And he's been around forever. He's always you know, been known as a badass. Scott Norton, you would have to be a hardcore fan to know that yeah. he was in New Japan for exactly. most of his career. And all that said, Scott just got way too much offense. Like He just seemed like way too much of a badass, unstoppable monster for someone who's Yeah, like, it goes pretty long to yeah, squash. For someone who's low-tier you know, NWO B-team... It just, it was so uneven uh, in my eyes. It was, I enjoyed it, and like, Scott is strong as shit. I mean, he literally picked up Ray with one hand and like slammed Slammed him. him. Like, that was cool. Yeah, there were some cool slams around, and Ray was selling fantastically. Yeah, and Norton kept saying, I can beat him anytime I want, and he would do like a move that looked like it hurt like hell, go to pin him, pick him up at two. But then Ray. Channels his inner Bobby Hill right. and kicks him in the balls and that, gets the win. That was it. One shot. Like, how would that? How would that make you incapacitated? Like, I would hurt, but it sure as hell wouldn't make me lay down for. I don't seconds. know you. This is my match. <laughs> my man. This is my push. No. Star and a half. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, it was. It just wasn't as good as the other no, big was, versus little guy matches. Booked very egregiously. Now this part, I. When I was watching it, I figured, Calber's on his couch right now. <laughs> Stoned with a bunch of Cheetos and Mountain Dew. Because <laughs> Van Hammer's out. That's Van Hammer's out, man. <laughs> Cheetos, <laughs> far, dude. Far out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> this is video game random wrestler of all time. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. Van Hammer versus Bret Hart. Right? Like, oh my god, are you serious? This is slow as hell. A lot of punches. Lots of punches. All Brett does is kick him. Yeah. And, like, work the legs. Yeah. He does, you know, the... He does not one, but I think two or three spots where he pulls Van Hammer to the turnbuckle when he's laying down and just, like, throw his leg against the ring post, like, two times. They do the the extended figure four spot. Goes on for a long time. And then, uh, Hart wins... Sharpshooter, I gave it a star and a half. Yeah, I went about that. Like, yeah, it's fucking Van Hammer, dude. And so it's like, <clears throat> you know, like I can suspend my disbelief, you know, easily. But I, like, no, I cannot buy Van Hammer being like a real credible opponent against Bret Hart. Yeah, this should have been a squash. This should have been nothing. You got a six-time former champion. Yeah, one of the versus- greatest of all time. 
someone that's not even lower. I was gonna say I don't. Someone who I don't even think has ever held a belt. Yeah. I don't, at this point, at that point, who's jobbing? Yeah. On Saturday nights. Nonstop. Like, you know, like, ugh, it was bad. So then Hogan and Nash come out because we haven't seen enough of them right. on this episode, and they kick out Mike Tanay and Bobby Heenan, and they're going to be the guest commentators for the main event, which is Flair versus Goldberg. And by this point, we have—I think we've seen, honest to God—I think we've seen the, the cage being built thing like four times. I think at this point, yeah, because they keep every time they go to commercial, they show it. Yep. Every time they come back from commercial, they, they show, show it. it. It's just like cool. We know there's some razor wire cage being built. Yeah. Um, crowd's loving the Goldberg stuff. Dude. Uh, and with Flair in the match. You know, like, I, I always thought that Goldberg had run out of steam in the late 90s, like late 98, you know? Dude, no. They were, like, they were on fire for everything Going he did. Going back and watching it, you could tell. Like, and honestly, I didn't think, I thought the match was going to be, like, 30 seconds to a minute. You know, I didn't think they were actually going to deliver with it. They actually delivered with it. Um, Yeah. But it was starting to go somewhere, and Hogan and Nash's comments are something, man. They're right. like it was borderline shoot. A lot of them were shoot comments, and it was. And just, they were like so inside that not even the casual fan was yeah, like, "What the absolutely. hell are they talking about?" And like at one point, Nash goes, "Well, I've beaten him, and you've beaten Flair, so they're fighting to see who's second best." Like, way to fucking job these guys out, man. Like, you know. Wow. And then the NWO has enough of it, and they come out. And there's a big old brawl. Um, Flair was clearly, you know, laying the God damn it, Mountain Dew, making me burp. <laughs> um, he was definitely laying down the foundation for the heel turn. Like he was straight up healing here. Yeah. Goldberg was kicking the shit out of him, and then Flair would, right in full view of the referee, would low blow him, would give him a few seconds to like. Work his magic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Goldberg would make the comeback, beat the shit out of him some more. It was uh, good. Yeah, I, I was, mean, I gave it two stars. Yeah, I was perfectly fine with it. And then if another NWO beatdown. And then, here's the really crappy thing about this Nitro. One, okay, here's what this Nitro sucked. Like, I wouldn't say sucked because it had some quality matches. It had some, but, but it was just like a, it was just a helter skelter, just nightmare. It was just uh, so like, random. I, I think. Other than some of the matches, there was no progression to Uncensored. No, nothing. There, all the s- skits were awful. Awful. You know, honestly, we probably got maybe thirty minutes of wrestling. Yeah, and uh, why were Nash? Why, why was the NWO beating up Goldberg? Like they haven't. Had Goldberg's any, not even on the pay per view. Right? They haven't this even. They have had no interaction with him in the last couple weeks. He's been feuding with Bam Bam. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, disputing with Bam Bam after these guys cost him the title. Well, okay, Goldberg was doing stuff with Scott Steiner, but that was for like two weeks. Yeah. Like two shows. But other than that, other than just like a couple of inter- like entertaining matches in here and there, this match was terrible. Like, yeah. It's one of the worst nitros I've seen. That, I mean, it's really yeah, that tell, first hour. You could tell Bischoff was not there. No. And Nash was in charge. Like, he put five minutes of thought yeah. into a three-hour program. Well, I mean, as they said in, in The Death of WCW, didn't Nash do it to prove that wrestling or no wrestling, they would draw the same rating? Yeah, and I think they did. Yeah. Nothing. I think it was a little lower than usual, yeah. but not by much. And so they go back to first hour being, you know, the right. same boring amount of God, they should have just gotten rid of that. that God, three hours is just 
way That's too That's one much. thing I give Russo credit is when he came in, he says, we're, we're cutting him out. Right, yeah. Like, 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 there's no way we can do three hours every week. Yeah, especially, yeah. Like, especially when we get to this thunder and you see how clearly bankrupt they were in terms of <laughs> creativity and stuff. And I think this thunder was taped um, from the previous week because right. they were like... Malenko later on the show says, we're in Winston-Salem, yep. North Carolina. I was like, oh, wasn't that last week? Yes, you are right. correct. So um, we kick off with Dave Taylor versus Raven. Um, I was like, oh, Dave Taylor versus yeah. Raven? It's so short, though. It was. Yeah, it was short. It's not even three minutes, I think. Uh, it was three minutes and 55 seconds. Oh, it was almost four minutes? Wow. I right. Uh, you know, like in the beginning of it, Raven gets on the mic and he says... You know, oh, I love this. I got the match coming up at Uncensored. You know, the old timers, they say, talk up your opponents to boost that buy rate. So, bam, bam. Uh, got cool we, tattoos. And, and Sandman, you don't sweat as much for a fat guy. <laughs> I, I thought it was awesome. I thought that was pretty funny. And then he looks at his hand and he goes, I got six words for you. <laughs> what about me? What about Raven? Which, I, you know, I... As I was watching, you can tell these guys are having fun with this right. dude because it, you know they all worked in ECW exactly. and they're like, oh well, we got more exposure. Um, when I was watching Raven, I was like, God, he's you know like, why did he leave at this point? So I, I started looking up some shoot interviews because like clearly they were meant for something. Like remember the thing where he pulls out the old papers and he's got Roddy Piper and everything. Yeah. Um, he said that. God, that feels a long time. <laughs> Raven felt that he should have been, like, he was in his prime. He felt that he was ready for a top spot, should have been in a top spot. As he should have been. Right, absolutely. He wasn't getting it, so he made some, he like, said it was like to a magazine or something, kind of cut a promo about how unhappy he was with the company. Bischoff shows up the next day in the MGM Grand, and... Oh, yeah, don't they have some big meeting, and he says... If you want to leave, yeah, you can we got leave. the lawyer right here. But there's rumor that it wasn't a lawyer; it was just a guy from IT that Bischoff was like, "We're gonna say you're a lawyer, call everyone's bluff." Raven was the only guy that got his release. Who said that? Yeah, um, and he tells a story is that as they were sitting in that room, he was like, oh, "I was really afraid they were gonna call me out," and then he's like, "But then they didn't, and I was relieved." But then they did, and I wasn't. And uh, so he says he took it. Uh, but Bischoff told him he couldn't go to the WWE, so he was like, well, I'll go to ECW. And then he met Bischoff later that night in the bar, and Bischoff was like, you know, I got all the respect in the world for you for sticking to your guns and, you know, uh, going by your word. He's like, it's a shame because I had a pretty good idea. You were going to take on, and he says he wasn't sure if it was Torborg or who it was, but the Kiss Demon with Gene Simmons in your corner. And Raven was psyched. He was all about it. And he's like, and then it'll be revealed that you and the demon are just puppets, and you're being controlled by seven Dustin Reynolds. Well, what he was supposed to be, and Raven thought, nah, "This sounds stupid." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like "This like, sounds at best, awful." At best, that would have been a lateral move. I wouldn't. Have, I would have been a puppet, so it would have been even less. Here's your one of your former U.S. champions, and he's just right? discarded doing these canyons. Yeah, skits. Raven was so over too. Yeah, like, you know, people love the Raven character. At one man. point, he was the second guy behind. Hogan or what? Whoever had the belt, if you think about it, the U.S. title was like the oh right, oh, title. Oh, he oh. was second. Yeah, like you know, and then he gave Goldberg arguably his best, well, one of his best matches. You know, he had the U.S. title at one point, and now it's for just one day, yeah, all faded into memory. Right? Yep. I gave it a the Dave Taylor Raven thing a star. Yeah, I gave it a star. I mean, it was yeah, it was entertaining. It was something different, Absolutely. but not much to say. Uh, the show, the cage being built again. again. And 
Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. But I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> the same. Promo. I could not believe it. That's thirty minutes of fucking TV time they have now spent airing the same ten minute fucking goddamn segment. <laughs> so then next we get Benoit and Malenko versus the Jobber team of Disorderly Conduct, Tough Tom and Maniac Mike or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like some creative. Create a wrestler, some ten year old. I'm gonna name my wrestler Tough Tom. He was like, "Oh my god, what? Do we, oh, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko's partners. They died on a car accident on the way over here. Oh, look, look at these two janitors. Quick, put them out there. These guys were unimpressive looking. It was just. It was a squash, a total squash. Disorderly conduct didn't get a single move. Not in. a single. It was three minute squash. So they. <laughs> Um, Benoit Malenko win gave it a star because apparently I forgot they were feuding with win, winning. Uh, you winning know, yeah. Um, they call him out. Um, disorderly conduct attacks from behind, but they're yep. you know they dispatched. And then they decide, oh, we you guys because this feud is so forgettable, we need to recap the Super Bowl right. attack. Oh my god! <laughs> and, um, ah, <laughs> because I'll say it right here, Wyndham and Henning are. Some of the worst tag champs. Yeah, they yeah. haven't even defended the belts. No, well, honest to God, when um, like they just like just go around like, oh, we're so good at the being tag champ. <laughs> like, what have you done? You just beat up Horace for like a minute. <laughs> like, I was I was writing something and I wasn't really paying attention after the match when Hall not Hall but when Malenko and Benoit were talking and I could kind of, I, I I could tell they were talking about to someone and want someone to come out and then when Henning and Wyndham came out, I was like. Oh, that's right. They're the tag champions. I completely forgotten because it had been so fucking long since we've seen them do anything. <laughs> and then, yeah, I really don't give a crap about the leather strap, lumber strap, <laughs> jack match because they haven't even touched it on the promotional level. Dude, honestly, I clearly was not paying attention so much that I didn't even know that that's what they were doing until you just said Because <laughs> WCW Executive Committee is working overtime to put together a censor. I'm like, what? Good this God. Is, like, there's, there's going to be a Harlem Street fight with Vince and Stevie Ray. And it's like, oh, this is going to be awful. Oh, like, that is going to be awful. And then we get the same Hogan hating Flair role. <laughs> Sorry, Kat. Oh, no, she's fine. <laughs> that's just, just through my nose. she was. <laughs> I cannot believe when they showed this one again. It's another 30 minutes of my life wasted. Right? I couldn't believe they showed this again. Like, oh my god. Oh my gosh. And then, so we get Barbarian versus Hack. Hack selling. Wow. Yeah, he's not a good seller. Boring as hell. Yeah, this was... <laughs> dud. Yeah, that's this definitely dud, yeah. They don't do anything. Yeah, this was in a three minute 47... But really, none of these matches have been above five minutes. Because why? We need to make room for... Hogan and Flair. Oh my god. And then we recap Nash versus Ray. And then we get Hogan. We get the promo of Hogan Nash watching the Flair promo. I couldn't believe it. Oh my god. I mean, wow. I mean, they, they must have just been like so like right smack dab in the middle of the whole new set design and everything. Like, that's the only reason I can think of why this was so lazily done. Like, holy <laughs> shit. This is then we get Bagwell and Steiner versus Booker and Ray. Um, basic tag match. Yeah. You know. I mean, nothing really hit home about, you know. Ray gets beat up quite a bit. Booker right. gets the hot tag. Booker and Ray win. Star. Yeah, it was 11 minutes, 16 seconds. Oh, my God. Imagine. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 
fucking almost five times as long as everything else. And then uh, we have a Raven Hack and Bigelow promo, which was pretty good. Yeah, actually, yeah, I was I was cool with that. What is it with like the rate? Raven, Hack, and Bigelow is the only match I care about. Well, yeah, like that. Because, I mean, you know, Flair, Hogan, that's whatever. Well, because it's really the only one they're putting any focus on besides yeah. Hogan and Flair. You know, which is good because these guys deserve Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. And because we get, we get the Hogan Nash Tory stuff next. <laughs> like, oh. when they're at dinner and crap. Oh, oh man. yeah, that's my good. Cool. And then we just get the main event, which is just to send the crowd home happy because they sat through four hours of awful. Thunder. Yeah. Uh, Disco versus Ric Flair, but Disco gets way too much offense in. Right? I thought that too. Like, man. And it goes on longer than it should. It's a 10 minute match. Uh, yeah, they were really pushing fucking Disco at this point. And then Rick wins. Gave it a star. Won't the figure four. That's, that's what I went with too. Yeah. You get 30 minutes of new content on Thunder, and the rest is just. Let's replay the That's same. literally it, yeah. Out of a two-hour show, you got a half an hour. Um, of wrestling. Yeah. That, and that was the only new stuff. Everything else was literally... It took me an hour to just watch this. Right. Not even that. Because I skipped through all the segment stuff. Because I was... Um, when they were airing the Arn Anderson <laughs> Ric Flair oh, thing. Man. I was just like, wait, why am I watching this for the <laughs> third time? And right. so I, I skipped it. And then the Hogan hating Ric Flair promo comes on. I go, I don't care because right. I've already seen it. And then the whole Nash and Hogan stuff was so awful. I didn't yeah. want to watch it again. No, I, I was I was just dumbfounded that they. Oh, and then they lazily just mention the commentators. There's a stipulation to added st- more stipulation to the cage match. Yeah. Um. Originally, when the cage match was to begin, if Flair lost, he's done. Right. Yeah. He's not retiring, but he has to quit wrestling, which is retirement. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. But if Flair wins the belt, he's president of WCW for life. That's right, yes. That's Keyword, right, people, remember this. Life. <laughs> life. Life. Meaning forever. Forever. Until he is deceased. Technically, even though WCW is out of business, he's still, still the president. Still the president, damn it. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, he was... Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google and find out when they do the revamp. I think it's coming soon because I was flipping through all the nitros and I think it's like the first one in uh, April. I think you might be right because I remember on the on the program detail it says because I was just curious. I was like, when's Sting coming back? He he's coming back soon, right? Because yeah. I've been seeing him pop up in the the. Little yeah. preview windows. He's coming back pretty soon, but then I stopped on it and said, "Yeah, um, Sting, not Sting. Uh, Nitro gets a new look. Awesome. Hopefully that'll change something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we get an awful, we get a pretty bad Nitro, and we probably get the worst Thunder. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, it's just a shame too, because the Nitro had some good matches on it. Yeah, too. but it was just brought down by all the. Oh my god! And like they didn't. Like, they didn't pepper the crap in throughout the show. It was condensed right Wait, there in that first fucking hour. Yeah. And you had, watching this, the only escape you had was to turn it off. Exactly, yeah. And it's like, like couldn't. Yeah. Okay, so April 5th. Uh, April 5th, all will right. be the new look Nitro. Because, yeah. Three. We're three weeks three away. More, yeah, three weeks away. All right. Same stuff. <laughs> uh, so, so far, WCW 99 is. Worse or bad? Uh, 
2000? Um, I think that this is just boring. But. I, yeah, like, I think... Uh, God damn. I think, w, I think 2000 was worse. Just because I, I remember that first episode of Nitro of 2000 that I saw... And it was the the Jeff one, Jarrett versus the Gauntlet of Old. And I just remember thinking, like, this is the worst wrestling program I've ever seen in my life. And then we're, you're not, we're you're, the old age outlaws. You and I relived it. We watched a couple of the segments of it not too long ago, and it's just it's the worst. <laughs> and things only get worse, man. Like, but at least at least they're fun. They're funny. Yeah, bad. It's, this is boring. Bad. Yeah, like, this is just, so forgettable that yeah. I don't care. Whatsoever, because they keep playing the same segment of Hogan. Oh my god! Flair, you know they played it on Saturday Night too. Oh, they must. Have yeah, on Worldwide or whatever the recap show right. is. But like, they're just like, here, you want to see what Hogan? You're gonna really see what Hogan thinks of, you know? Like, I'm hoping that like the, the shots just cost like hundred thousand dollars, and that's why they kept reusing it because it was like this cost a lot of money, so we have to keep reusing it. <laughs> Oh, I uh, yeah, I got. I feel pretty good now. I got it all right, out of my yes. system. The demons have been exercised. <laughs> That's the first time I got mad on this show, folks. <laughs> this house is clean. But uh, yeah, so that is it for. I would yeah, stay away with of uh, these two episodes, like with a twenty foot pole. Like yeah, I mean, if you get a chance to watch the. Uh, Raven Hack Bigelow thing, that's kind of fun. But other yeah, than but that, other than that, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> no progression to the pay per view whatsoever. Now, yeah, I don't know if you kids remember, I don't know if you guys had this when you were growing up. Uh, I'm sure Henry, I know I'm sure Henry did, I know I did. When you, the household cleaning products would have this big green sticker on it with the fit, with the frowny face and the tongue sticking out, yeah. going, bleh! Which meant it was poison, it was gross. Putting that sticker on this Nitro and Thunder right here. Done. Done with a thud. Done with a Especially thud. Especially the Thunder. <laughs> All Absolutely. right, we'll catch you on the second hour. All right, kiddos.